0: Say again, uh, I want to say again to all of you that are on the Faith in God Internet TV today. Thank you, and God bless you for joining us. All right. So we want to go to our scripture uh, for our topic or our discussion today. Uh, in this particular uh, Bible class, we're going to be brief today. Uh, we're not going to. Uh, if the Lord's will, we're going to try not to go till one. We're going to try to go till twelve thirty. We're going to exhort you today. Uh, this is going to be. Um, probably a part two series is going to be a part one and a part two, and we're going to talk about it today. Write this down. I didn't get a chance to put it in the title bar for you, but write this down. We're going to talk about today. It's just two words, opposing forces. All right. Our discussion topic for this week, um, until Friday is going to be opposing forces. That's what we're going to talk about today. Opposing forces. And the reason why uh, we're going to talk about this today, because uh, every believer must know and has to know. And I believe they do know that we have an enemy that opposes us. I know Uh, I'm going to break it down for you. We have an enemy that opposes us when it comes to the spiritual uh, things uh, in serving God and uh, also uh, working for God. And I want to say to you today, um, anything that opposes God is anti-God. Now I want to make sure I make this clear to you uh, as it relates to the Antichrist. hmm? And the Bible said, the spirit of antichrist do it now already work is working in the children of disobedience. And so I want to say to you today, we're dealing with some opposing forces. And I know a lot of these pastors that may listen to this broadcast if they get the opportunity and have the time to do so, you know, because they have their own personal dedication and things that they're doing, but they have the opportunity to, to look at this broadcast, they they would know right off the bat what I'm talking about and would agree uh, wholeheartedly is that if there's ever been a time that uh, the church is being opposed, it is now. And I want to say to you, I was looking at something on uh, the news today and it was striking. And the reason why I said it was striking, and let me bring this point before I get into the teaching part of this lesson today. Would you believe the city of Milwaukee, and I'm, I'm going to say it, the city of Milwaukee uh, here in Wisconsin, and I, I think it may be across the country now, but I, I know for sure it's the city of Milwaukee, that they're trying to find a way to tax the church. <laughs> you know, they're trying to find a way to uh, make the church pay taxes. And there always has been a separation between church and state. And this is why we can't sit on our hands as believers. And uh, even though it's a spiritual warfare, there's a natural side that we need to tend to. And we can't keep voting for these people. Oh Lord, have mercy. Well, do it if you want to. We should not keep voting for these people that don't, uh, oh Lord, that don't align with the interests of God. And there are some God fearing people that are politicians. So I'm not criticizing any politician, whether you be a Christian or a non-Christian. But what I'm saying is the church need to have, uh, to be sober and be vigilant. They need to be very, very watchful of when they go to the polls, because we have a right to vote. When you go to the polls, and I don't want to make this no, this is not a political topic today, not at all. I'm just dealing with this as a preface, and then we'll get into the meat of the spiritual side of this. But we need to really take heed to, you know, why we go, we go vote for people and we don't know what their agenda is. And so I just admonish you and encourage you, uh, if you do vote, uh, just know what you're voting, know, know who you're voting <laughs> for in some of these agendas, because now we got another problem. Now they're trying to fight the church and get the church to pay taxes. Pay taxes for what? <laughs> you know, these billionaires, don't, oh Lord, I ain't gonna say the name, Donald Trump and some of these other folks, these billionaires, have been not paying taxes for years. (laughs) I got to get out of here. I got to go. They haven't been paying taxes for years, but now they want to pick on the church and the church. Oh Lord have mercy is a nonprofit organization. And so once they break that barrier, then they're going to get all nonprofits to pay taxes. I'm just telling you the way it is. It's coming down the pipe, praise God. And now let me get to this. this, uh, this subject or this topic that I want to talk about today. I'm moving a little fast because I'm kind of very, very excited because I'm very passionate about the word of God and about church and about ministry, because we, as, as believers, we can stick our head in the sand. If we want to, these folk going to have you paying taxes. I, I'm i going to get out of here. I mean, let's get this now opposing forces and they not doing anything, but opposing God, opposing ministries that are already, uh, Oh, Lord. Some of us already ain't got but a few folk and uh, uh, got issues going on with this COVID and barely can keep our doors open. And now you want tax money? I got to go. I got to get out of here. But this is just another way to come against God's system. And the devil is behind it. I'm going to say it. I know people may say, oh, well, what the devil got? The devil got everything to do with it. Praise God. Because this system. He is the prince of the air and this system that we that that uh, the church is under is not under his system. And if he can get the church under his system, he can rule and control and have oh or put his finger in God's business. But God is not going to allow it. I'm just going to say it. God is not going to allow it. And we that are believers and that are sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, apostolic believers, we should stand up. Oh, Lord. And all believers should stand up and say no to this agenda. Praise God. I know uh, you pay taxes if you want to. I don't want to pay them if I don't have to pay them. Praise God. But uh, especially when it comes to God's kingdom, why should we have to pay tax on something that? yo Lord, let me. This is another topic, but we're going to go to the opposing forces. Go with me now. Uh, the opposing forces. We're going to talk about opposing forces. And I just started out with that because that was one of the, one of the hot buttons that hit me uh, today. But I want to say this um, uh, to the people of God as we talk about opposing forces. Uh, let us go to um, <clears throat> let's go to First uh, uh, Peter uh, chapter five, verse number eight. All right, go with me. I want you to go with me. First Peter. Uh, First Peter chapter five and verse number eight. And then once you get that, I want you to get the next scripture. So we're going to get two scriptures right away. And let's get second Corinthians. Uh, Let's go get second Corinthians. 10 and four. All right. Let's go to second Corinthians 10 and four. All right. So we're going to get these scriptures and we're going to talk from them for a few minutes, but I want you to stay with me here and uh, first Peter uh, chapter five. All right. Five and verse eight. All right. It says, be sober. The reader here. Uh, now this, this topic has to deal with, you know, advice for the elders and the younger men. Mm -hmm. And after he go through the discourse of telling them how to humble themselves and submit to the elder, he goes into a father discourse and he says here, be sober. Mm -hmm. And he says, be vigilant because your adversary and we as believers got to know there's an adversary. He said, "Your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walking about, seeking whom he may devour. Whom resist steadfast in in the faith, hmm? knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in the in your brethren that are in the world." Now he says here that the lion attacks the sick. The young, uh, the lion attacks the sick, the young, or a straggling animal that really don't have the ability to get away from the attack. And this is why we as believers today must know, uh, as we have these opposing forces uh, come against the body of believers, we must be prepared for the attack. Praise God. Hmm. And only way we can be prepared for the attack is we must be sober. And that means we got to search these scriptures. We got to be prayerful. We got to have a better sense of discernment in these last and evil days because the enemy is carrying out attacks. Hmm. And he choose, uh, he he mainly choose victims who are not alert. <laughs> hmm? Uh he mainly chooses victims who are not alert and they're alone. Hmm? That's what he does. And so it's very, very important. Uh Peter admonishes the church, and I'm admonishing you as believers today, especially those of you that that have been in uh, I don't know been in this, uh, uh, this COVID, uh, for the last couple years, you know, we've been in this COVID mode where a lot of people hasn't been able to really move freely about the way they desire to. And a lot of people can't get out because of conditions and things in their body. And so, uh, with all of that being said, just listen to me for a minute. With all that being said, we got to look at this that the enemy wants to attack us in our most vulnerable state. And some of us have gotten weak mm, because we hadn't been able to get out and, and, you know, uh, participate in our worship services and, uh, the spiritual things that we desire or that we once were in active in. And so now we've transitioned over into, uh, media, social media, and which is good, which, which keeps us still, Connected, praise God, and that's a good thing. But if the enemy could cut that off, then we'd be totally disconnected Hmm? Uh, to a viewpoint of with the believers. We won't be disconnected from God because you know, God, we can pray and we can serve God and we can seek God and we can, you know, but the Bible talks about uh, failing not to assemble ourselves as a manner of some, so we need fellowship, saints. But I want to say this enemy mainly, he wants to catch us when we're not alert and get us where we are alone. And when we start feeling lonely and I I talked to some saints, some saints have shared with me and I know I've been through it myself, you know, when I had my surgeries and different things going on and you sitting at home and you at home by yourself and you know, yeah, you pray and keep your dedication, but you want to talk to somebody, you want to relate, you want to have, you know, you want to still have that fellowship that you once had. And this is what happened. You start feeling alone. Uh, and the enemy start working on your mind. You start feeling weak. You start feeling helpless. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's the worst thing to do is start having a pity party. When you already, the enemy is already attacking you. You already got forces opposing you. And then you want to have a pity party on top of it. You got to hurry up and get out of there. Praise God. You got to hurry up and get out of that feeling sorry for myself mode. Hmm. Because the enemy see that you are being victimized, you're alone and you're not alert, and he's going to launch his attack. Hmm? And guess what? Peter warns the church for us to watch out for Satan when we're suffering or persecuted. Hmm? We need to watch out for the attack of the enemy when we're suffering or persecuted, praise God. Because the enemy, he wants to launch his best attack when he feels we're most vulnerable. Hmm? And I want to say this, uh, a lot of times we're so focused on our trouble that we forget to watch for danger. Sometimes we're so focused on the hurt or the pain or or just being lonely. We forget to watch for that that enemy come throwing his best punch. Hmm? We forget the enemy coming right behind that. And during times of suffering, we need to seek uh support from other other believers. Huh? There's no time not to pick up the phone. Hmm? We need to reach out and 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 connect with other believers when the enemy launches his attack. So we can fortify you know, ourselves in the spiritual things of God that we may ward off the attack of the enemy. And I've watched some of these Wild Kingdom movies. Well, maybe Wild Kingdom is going a little bit uh, far back. But for those of you that are in the 21st century, National Geographic's. Let me just put it like that. Mm-hmm. If you watch National Geographic's, you know, usually the stronger animals surround the weaker ones so that the lion or the, the, the other uh, predator can't attack, you know, the younger ones that's in the fold. And that's what we got to do these young saints that are being birthed into ministry we need to get around and make sure you know oh lord have mercy make sure the enemy don't come in and pluck them out the fold praise god Hmm? we have a responsibility huh we got to keep our eyes on jesus that's the main thing we must tell even the younger uh believers the younger christians younger brothers and sisters Keep your eyes on the Lord and don't get distracted. Praise the Lord. Hmm? And when you keep your eyes on the Lord, oh, let me go here. When you keep your eyes on the Lord, you will be able to come out hmm, with the rest of the foe. Praise God. Now, look at this. We got opposing forces, and the adversary, the devil, is a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Hmm? But we need to keep our eyes on the Lord. I want to go to James. I want to go to James real quick. Let's go to James. Go with me. Let's go to James chapter 4. I want to go to James chapter 4. All right. Let's go to James uh, uh, chapter 4. All right in verse number seven, James four and seven. All right. Let's take a look at it. As we deal with these opposing forces, let's look at James chapter four, uh, verse number seven. I know we're doing a lot of reading today, but I just want to go ahead and exhort you as we get ready to get out of here. And then we're, we're done. Uh, I think I won't even get, uh, uh, second Corinthians 10 and four, but look at this. In uh, James chapter four, verse number seven, he says here, submit yourselves, Therefore, to God, we must teach the younger ones submission. Hmm? We know that God called the young uh, because they're strong, and he called the old because they know the way. But we can't just get caught up in self-reliant in our own strength because there's opposing forces. Hmm? Even Samson, when he was young, praise God, even Samson got caught up with Delilah because he thought his strength was enough. Hmm? And we have opposing forces. We got things that's beyond what we can see attacking us. Hmm? And I want to let you know, we must warn and encourage every young believer to submit themselves, uh, submit yourselves, therefore, to God, according to James 4 and 7. Hmm? And he says, after you submit first, first thing we got to do is submit to God to deal with these opposing forces because you ain't going to be able to do nothing with the devil on your own. You need to know you need to submit under the authority of God. Number one, and everybody that submit under the authority of God is protected by the power of God. Hmm? Look at the seven sons of Sceva. I don't have time to go through all this dialogue today (laughs) because I got to get out of here. But the seven sons of Sceva thought they were going to cast out devils and he said, Paul, he said, Jesus, I know, and Paul I know, but who are you? I got to go. We're going to pick this back up Friday, but I hope I said something to jog, you know, and to spark you. He says, Submit yourself therefore unto submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Verse number eight, draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Hmm? That's what our responsibility is. And we have to teach our young people, our young men, young ladies, cleanse your hands. Hmm? If you've been sinning, cleanse your hands, you sinner. You say you seeking the Lord, cleanse your hands, you sinner. Huh? And purify your hearts. You double minded. because We got to make our mind up who we going to serve because we have opposing forces. I know I, I got to go. I won't be able to get all this. Although Satan is at war. Huh? We don't need to wait till the end to see who's going to win. You're already a winner. You're already more than a conqueror. But we must be equipped for the opposing force. All right? And we got more for you. Uh, I wanted to uh, go ahead and uh, do this because I got to go. I'm past my time. And so I I, uh, definitely apologize for that. Uh, but, uh, we're 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 not, uh, we're not know why it's done, but we want to get second Corinthians 10 and four and five. He says, uh, let's, let's just get it real quick. Since we in here, we're going to get 10 and four and five. And he says here, uh, let me just grab it. Sorry about this here. Hold on. All right, let's get 10 and 4 and 5 here. I just want to read it. I I can quote it, but I want to read it so we can break it down real quick here. He says here uh, in verse 3, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Hmm? So he he goes through this discourse, Paul, here and lets them know what we're really fighting. Hmm? For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing it into captivity. Hmm? Every thought to the obedience of Christ. That's what submission has to deal with and having a readiness to event, revenge, all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Hmm? And Satan knows when you're disobedient that you can't do nothing with it. Hmm? This is another thing. I'm warning and encouraging all believers. Don't walk in disobedience. Because when you walk in disobedience, you're walking outside of your protection. Hmm? You got to fall back in obedience to God and God's word so we can be warranted the protections of the scripture. So when we submit to God, we can resist the devil and he'll flee from you. I got more for you. We got to go. Want to say God bless you. We love you. Thank you for joining us on the Faith in God Internet TV. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newson. We want to say God bless you and thank you for joining us.